Welcome to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, a podcast that covers a wide range of topics. So come chill with us on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Here's your host, Mr. Anderson. Body to episode 85 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast here on the 10th of March, 2022. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today. Hope you guys had a great Wednesday. A great Tuesday, a great Monday, and hopefully, you know, we finish this week out strong, confident, and looking for all the the success that we enjoy, that we earn, that we work for. So, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Appreciate you guys, everything, all your support, all my new subscribers, the downloaders, the likers, the connectors, everybody. Thank you for your support as we continue to make this channel Better, 1% better each day, just like how we should be in life, getting better 1% every day, every month, every year, and just let it just build like a house, brick by brick, like my man on Snowfall, brick by brick, you know what I mean? So appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, tell a family member, tell a friend. We're going back on my recruiter phase, you know, trying to get some of those referrals. Hey, tell a family member, tell a friend, tell a coworker. Tell a foe, tell an enemy, tell an adversary, tell her an alliance partner, anybody about the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast on YouTube, about the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Like, follow, subscribe, connect, all social media. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so today we're going to talk about a pair of Nikes here for Jim Shoe Story on a Thursday. Going to talk about a pair of Nikes from Charles Barkley. Um, 1993, 1994. I will always tell you, and I've said this in previous Nomad Cast, Nike basketball, Nike designs from the mid '80s all the way to the '90s, probably some of the best designs ever to grace the planet, to ace, to grace the playgrounds, to grace the schoolyards, to grace the basketball courts, the tennis courts, track and field, commercially. I mean, fashion phenomenon everything known to man man woman and child we've all worn nikes during the era nike track suits everything nike had a stranglehold on design like i've always said nike doesn't make the best shoes for comfort but gosh dog they make the best shoes stylistically silhouette wise the best shoes fashion wise and a lot of us including myself we about a shoe not for its intended purpose i.e. Jordans. Jordans are more, you know, in a to me in a position to rock on a regular versus playing ball in. Cause I've broken the ankle playing freaking basketball in Jordans. I've hurt my foot wearing Nikes running. But gosh dog, they look freaking good on my feet because I only wear a size 10. I don't have them big long aircraft carriers. Shout out to everybody, right? So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Hey, so again, we're gonna talk about the Nike, uh, two versions of Nikes. Of Charles Barkley Nikes, that is. The Nike Air Max Squared, 1994, and an Air Force Max Charles Barkley, 1993s. 1994 Charles Barkley's, 1993 Charles Barkley's. And so we'll go ahead and get into a little history. Now, the Air Max Squared Charles Barkley, 1994s, came out in 1994, designed by Tinker Hatfield. Now, you hear a lot about Tinker Hatfield for those that's not familiar with Tinker Hatfield and some of his designs back in the day. Tinker Hatfield designed 
Air Maxes, Air Jordans, Barclays, the Delta Forces, a lot of the basketball and tennis uh, and running shoes that Nike had. Talk about that stranglehold back in the day from the late 80s, mid 80s to the 90s. Just dominant, dominant. Tinker Hatfield was was on point. Him and his uh, subordinates, you know, because he had a lot of designers up under his wing, but he was the main one. So, again, this shoe was designed in 1994 by Tinker Hatfield. And a couple of interesting facts. Tinker Hatfield wanted to capture Charles Barkley and his personality with these shoes. And when I go into the specs version of this, you'll be able to understand why this shoe is consistent with Charles Barkley and his behavior. Charles Barkley was a beast on the basketball court. Uh, he's now known on NBA uh, inside the NBA on uh, TNT on the basketball uh, show. Charles Barkley in the 80s and 90s was known as the round mound, the rebound. 6'7", six, 6'6". Six, six. The dude was just a phenomenal basketball player. Say what you want to say about Charles Barkley and a lot of things he do in his personal life, I don't agree with. Strictly basketball-wise, basketball court, within those white lines on the basketball court, this dude was a freaking problem. This dude was no joke, scoring all the way from the Philadelphia 76ers, getting traded to the Phoenix Suns, and then ended up with the Houston Rockets. Uh, I tell you, Charles Barkley was a beast. And a couple other things about this shoe. Um, if you look at this shoe, and I go into the specs, let's just talk about the silhouette of this shoe. Look how this shoe looks. Make, it's, Nike always had this thing about, I call them the McDonald's arches in the toe box. If you look at this tongue, this tongue, the Air Max 2 squared right there. Look at the silhouette of this shoe. Nike logo above the air bubble. The Nike script right here. Back in the back, you know, Nike is consistent with their hooks. They love them freaking hooks, boy, in the back. And then you have Nike in the back. Phenomenal shoe. When I get to the specs of this shoe, again, you're going to understand the reason why Tinker Hatfield wanted this to be consistent with Charles Barkley's behavior. So that's a little history on it. Again, designed by Tinker Hatfield in 1994. And this shoe was designed to be consistent with Charles Barkley's behavior and Charles Barkley's personality. But when I get into the specs, I'm going to dive in deeper into some of the every some of the things you see here on the silhouette. It's it's, it's definitely something to uh, look forward to. Now, let's talk about the history of the Air Force Max Charles Barkley 1993, the year this person that you're listening and looking at graduated daggone high school. McKenzie High School. Check it out, y'all, even though the school's torn down. All right, so again, these were designed in 1993. I don't have a lot of information as far as who, is, who designed these, but I'm willing to bet Tinker Hatfield had a hand in designing these. Now, let's talk about a little history of the Air Force Max. The Air Force Max 1993 was designed with the intent of being a super heavy shoe. This shoe is heavy, and it was designed to, to reminisce, to look like a tank, to be built like a tank. And I talked about Charles Barkley being around the mound, a rebound, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, grabbing rebounds against all those centers back in the day who was 7'1", seven, 7'2", seven, strong dudes going up against the Char the Patrick Ewans, the Keem Olajuwans, the David Robinsons, all those old school centers. You had to be strong, and this shoe was designed with the intent to, to look like a tank, to be built like a tank because the tank is strong. 
hence Charles Barkley. Uh, also, this shoe, another note, this shoe was featured in the commercial, probably one of the best Nike commercials ever. And they had a lot of classics. But this particular shoe, not this colorway, but this shoe was featured in the commercial with Michael Jordan. Remember, after he retired, the first retirement in 1993, he was sitting poolside. Charles Barkley was interviewing him. Charles Barkley talked about his shoes. He was like, hey, my shoes got straps. My shoes got this. And Michael Jordan was like, you know, so what? I'm retired. So due to YouTube copyright restrictions, I'm not going to play the video, but you can see the stills on here. Now, again, Charles Barkley. This shoe, this particular colorway, even though he originally wore this plan with the Phoenix Suns, this colorway is from the Houston Rockets. Remember, he left the Phoenix Suns and played with the Houston Rockets. He wore number four and consistent with the Rockets uniforms in the mid-90s after they won those uh, back-to-back championships. They had a uniform design, which I thought was atrocious, with the uh, pinstripes on it. It had a rocket right in the middle of it. But this is consistent with the pinstripes. A number four, as you can see, the strap here right above the Nike swoosh, you take this strap. Charles Barkley shoes always love these straps and that protected your midsole as well. Let's go ahead and strap this joker up. All right. Now, look at the tongue. Very basic, consistent Nike tongue, Nike air on the tongue, Nike air in the back. Classic Nike Air Bubbles, Air Max Bubbles. Love them freaking bubbles. Very good shoe, phenomenal shoe, very cushioned shoe. Has holes above the Nike logo as well. Look at the inside of the shoe. You see where the, the main strap holder is right here. Oh, this is cushion right here. It's a nice rubbery, almost like a soft rubbery. Strong toe box right in here. Right? Consistent, consistent. Beautiful shoe. The Charles Barkley Air Max, Air Force Max, 1993, and the Air Max Squared, Air Max 2. And this is the reason why it's Air Max 2, 1994. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about some specs of the Air Max Squared, 1994. Some interesting facts. Now, this shoe has the neoprene sleeve. If you remember the episode last week when I talked about the Nike Presto, and the Nike Air Hirachi, they had the neoprene sleeve. You're very familiar with neoprene. And, you know, the material is based off, you know, fitness. It's supposed to have more flexibility, more functionality when you're wearing it. Hence the reason why they start putting it in basketball shoes, right? Now, if you look at this here, you can see the neoprene. If I can bend down a little bit. Neoprene all on the tongue. And the tongue is actually called a goosehead tongue. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Now, one thing that Tinker Hatfield wanted to capture with this particular shoe, you may ask yourself, what is these little straps for? Did Tinker Hatfield design, design this, again, to be reminiscent of Charles Barkley's behavior? Charles Barkley was a beast on the basketball court. A lot of people called him crazy. So Tinker Hatfield Im Im implemented stray jacket. This was supposed to be reminiscent of a stray jacket. These little straps right up on, right under the shoestrings. Ain't that something? Now, if you look at the heel here, the heel, when we're talking about Air Max Air, has five PSI embedded in this heel right here for additional cushion and support. Now, the forefoot, the midfoot, has 25 PSI, and that's the reason why they said it's not an Air Max 2, it's an Air Max squared. 
There's a reason why they did this. Now, talking about the stray jacket, all the cushioning to protect Charles Barkley when he's playing ball, can't you say to yourself, this shoe is consistent with Charles Barkley? This shoe is a very strong shoe. Nike right here, as I talked about it, Nike swoosh over the, uh, the Air Max. All this is stability right here. Very soft material. Very, very soft, right? It's not a heavy shoe, but it's a beautiful shoe. And again, this is not the original colorway. Again, McDonald's arch. Look at the bottom. See that? The Nike freaking uh, air bubble, the Air Max bubble. You can see right through it and got the Nike swoosh on here. Very strong shoe, stable shoe. Again, some of the fun facts. These straps are reminiscent of a stray jacket to be consistent with Charles Barkley's behavior. Neoprene all inside here, right? Air Max 2 squared on the tongue. Nike Air in the back. Classic Nike hook. Phenomenal shoe. Now, some of the specs of the Air Max 2. Again, we talked about the strap. Don't have a lot of detail with these. Um, and they talked about the 180 degree air in the back here. Again, this is another phenomenal shoe. I say this all the time, but if you put the Air, air For the Air Force Max 1993 against the Air Max Square 1994s, both of them are phenomenal shoes. And these are not even the original colorways. Phenomenal shoes. Phenomenal, phenomenal. All right, let's go into nostalgic reasons. Now, when we talk about nostalgic, nostalgic reasons, um, it's all about the old school, what you remember, so on and so forth. So speaking of remembering, speaking of memory, let's go back into episode 48. As you can see, it's still here. I talked about the 1993 Air Force Max Charles Barkley's. Being at freaking White Castle, I had the black, white, and purple versions. I couldn't find my shoes, my regular White Castle working shoes. So I said, hey, you know what? Let me go ahead and wear these. And I was slipping the slide and all through White Castle because we had a spill dealing with the mop. And if you ever work fast food on those concrete tile floors, once water hits them, it's almost like you had a freaking dancing with the stars. It's like you freaking on figure skating at the Olympics. And I got in trouble. But gosh, dog, I had on my freaking Barclays. So if you reference episode 12, I'm sorry. No, episode 48. I'm sorry. Episode 48, December 23rd, 2021. I go into deep detail about my my uh, my I won't say an issue, but with this particular shoe. Right. In 1993. So check that out. Episode 48, December 23rd, 2021. Now, nostalgic reasons here. I was in the Marine Corps wearing these, not this particular colorway, but another colorway back in 1994. I got in trouble because we were supposed to be assisting Albany, the Albany community. They had flooding going on and all the students in the Marine Corps in Albany, Georgia, because I went to MOS school there. We were supposed to help these guys, but I didn't want to help. I went shopping and bought these and I ended up getting trouble by, by my gunnery sergeant. You can reference these shoes in the sneaker story with that, the gym shoe story on that episode 12. That was 20. That was the 30th of September, 2021. Again, episode 12, September 30th, 2021. You can see the still here. So I talked about getting in trouble with these shoes. It was the black and purple version. So I got a lot of nostalgic history with these shoes, right? And when I wore these shoes, I got in freaking trouble 
wearing the shoes. So n- nostalgic reason I got in trouble at White Castle and got in trouble in the Marine Corps wearing these shoes. Now, let's talk about comfort. The comfort of these shoes, I will tell you, from the time I did a lot of flutter kicks and push-ups and mountain climbers in these shoes because I got in trouble wearing them. But I will tell you, this shoe was very light. It was very functional. Even while I was a student at uh, MOS school in Albany, Georgia, in the Marine Corps, I played basketball in a version of these shoes. And the shoe was very light. I, you know, it fit r- well. They had the neoprene in the back. So at that time, I didn't know what it freaking was. And I remember wearing a thin Nike sock with this playing basketball. Again, the shoe was functional. It was very comfortable. You know, it was it was it was a nice shoe to wear playing ball and a nice shoe to do all these Marine Corps exercises in when I got in trouble. Now we're talking about comfort of the Air Force Max 1993. I wore this shoe again at White Castle. And the shoe, they talked about this shoe was heavy, it was supposed to be reminiscent of a tank. I will tell you, this shoe is crazy heavy. I wore this shoe probably about a month ago, just going to the store. This shoe is very heavy, heavy. So I can imagine what it was like when Barkley played in them back in uh, 1993. But I will tell you, you feel a lot of tightness right up in here, right in the forefoot, the midfoot, especially around where the strap ends, right? Right up in here, the shoe is very tight. Now, the heel is very cushioned with the heel with the 180-degree um, Air Max bubble in the back. But I will tell you, my issue, my pain was right in the forefoot, very tight. Now, it could have been I had some thick Nike socks on. So the next time I rock these, the next time I wear these, I will ensure I have a thin Nike sock on. Because that's one of the things about Nikes. Now, I talked about it. Nike make the best silhouettes, but gosh, dog, Nike don't make the best shoes for comfort. And a lot of times, again, we're wearing these shoes not for its intended purpose. You wear a Jordan, but you're not wearing it for basketball. You wear a lot of these running shoes, but you ain't really wearing them for running, right? Even though that's the intent, you don't even deal with the intent. You rock them on the regular. Strapping this shoe up, it didn't really feel too bad. Again, my main issue was just the tightness up in the forefoot, right? So that is my gym shoe story on the Thursday. Again, just to wrap it up, we're talking about two pair of Charles Barkley Nikes, 1994, the Air Max Squared, Charles Barkley 1994s, and the Air Force Max Charles Barkley's 1993. I have historical, I have nostalgic, nostalgic freaking uh, stories with these. Again, check those episodes, episode 12, right? And episode 48. Wow. Fun times. Fun times. These shoes are classic. Love them. So thank you guys for tuning in today here on the gym shoe story on a Thursday. Just to kind of recap what we talked about. We talked about uh, what shoe would you choose? What Nike Charles Barkley would you choose between the Air Max Square 1994 and uh, Air Force Max Charles Barkley 1993s? We talked about the history of the Air Max Square 1994. And we talked about the history of the Air Force Max Charles Barkley 1993s. We went over the specs of both shoes and some of my nostalgic uh, reasonings with the shoes and some of my nostalgic historical moments with these shoes. And also I talked about the comfort of each shoe. Now, if I'm basing comfort, right, not even playing basketball for its intended purpose, 
But if I'm talking about comfort for both of these shoes, hands down, silhouette-wise, the Air Max Square 1994 by far is a better shoe than the Air Force Max 1993. 1993, year I graduated high school. 1994, the first year I was in the Marine Corps. Hands down, silhouette-wise, the Air Max Square Charles Barkley 1994 is a better shoe than the Air Force Max 1993. Let me put it on top since this one won. Old school at its best, man. Old school at its best. All right, so just to close everything out, I appreciate you guys tuning in. You know, I always have fun with these gym shoe stories, you know, talking about these different topics from back in the day. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, please, again, tell a family member, tell a friend about the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. We're doing a lot of good things here, and I appreciate your support. Continue just to fall in, and just we're doing the right things over here. So I don't see a lot of podcasts that's doing what we're doing. I see sneaker reviews, but you know I want to dive. I like to conduct deep dives. You can blame the Army on that. You can blame my S3 you know, operational background on that. I think it's more about just showing a shoe. Let's talk about the history. Let's talk about the specs. Do you have any nostalgic, uh, nostalgic, reminiscent stories and pictures about these shoes? To me, that's what it's about. And then how does the shoe feel? How does it wear? Again, that's just my opinion. Not saying I'm right or wrong, but, you know, I definitely enjoy these things, these sneaker stories. And I have a lot of sneaker stories that I still need to tell with some shoes. But I'm going to start going back into the archives and repurposing some of these stories. As you, as you can see, I already talked about those two shoes in previous uh, gym shoe stories, previous episodes of the Nomad cast. But now I'm going to start bringing some of those old stories back and just kind of just following this this uh, manuscript that we're doing here. We're breaking it down from the history to the specs to nostalgic to comfort, so on and so forth. So we'll do that moving forward along with the shoes that you haven't seen from my collection. So again, appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a great Thursday. Have an even better Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Going to have a great episode. I'm going to talk about, remember last week I talked about um, Motown, the Motown sound, who was better, the Motown sound versus the Philly sound. Tomorrow I'm going to dive into my favorite TV show of all time, Sanford and Son. I'm going to talk about favorite episodes, Fun facts, um, you know, cultural influence, so on and so forth. So look forward to that tomorrow on a uh, finally is Friday. We're going to conduct the deep dive into Sanford and Son. So thank you guys again for tuning in. Have a great day. See y'all tomorrow. Let's say it all together. Trust and believe. <laughs>